Hello, friends. How's it going? Welcome to the podcast. Before we get started with our show today, let me remind you about a couple partners of the podcast. First up, Prepped Ready Meals. Prepped and Ready, they offer healthy meals delivered straight to your door. All you have to do is pop them in the microwave. They're good to go. They deliver in all of metro Atlanta area. They just partnered with a fitness app called Fit Genie to make deliveries even easier. Go to PreppedReadyMeals.com. Use code BINGE10 at checkout for 10% off your order. That's B-I-N-G-E-1-0 for 10% off your order. Everybody loves healthy meals. Everybody loves meal planning. Well, now you can do it all in one. Go check these guys out. Support them again one more time at BINGE10 at checkout. PreppedReadyMeals.com. Our other friends are our friends over at Rebel Boudoir. Have you ever wanted that boudoir session and needed the little nudge to finally do it? Well, now you do. Our listeners will get an automatic discount of $100 off their session fee when they book a session with Jillian at Rebel Boudoir. These sessions make an awesome, unique gift for your wedding day, anniversary, birthday, or it's just an excuse to rock that bod you've got. Go check out Jillian's work for reference on her Instagram at Rebel Boudoir or her website, rebelboudoirstudio.com. Mention us in your inquiry to get that discount. It's a great investment and an experience you definitely won't forget. And now, welcome to the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome. Welcome back to Whatever I Want with Logan Lewis. Of course, your host is me, Logan Lewis. Um, Great episode, as always few programming notes also as always number one make sure you are mashing that subscribe button on apple uh spotify wherever you listen it doesn't matter i really don't care um as long as you're hitting you're mashing that subscribe button also you need to go mash that follow button on instagram at whatever logan wants uh and that's where you get the updates on when new episodes are posted Nothing crazy on that IG. It's just meant for being like, hello, episodes are here. Um, so, so yeah. And then uh, if you know somebody that is an interesting person or somebody that wants to get their name out there a little more, you can go on the Watchdog Media website, watchdogmedia.net, and you can go to the Whatever I Want page, and there's a little form there where you can fill out and let uh, and let people know or or let me know uh, who you want to have showcased and we can talk to them because there's nobody that I won't talk to. Um, my guest today is great. Uh, I'm trying to think if I got any programming notes all the way. Yeah, I think I got them all. Uh, my, my guest today is an online media personality person. Uh, she is the host of whatever Laura wants. Um, and she's also the co-host of our own binging batch. Please welcome Laura. What up? Woo! What's up? What's? what's I'm so popping? honored, honored that I am an online media personality. Thank you. <laughs> I think it's safe to say that that's what you are, right? I mean, I, I don't know if anyone knows about me, but I'm out there. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you, you're on several different platforms and yeah you have several different outlets i think you're an online personality yeah. at this point i got some stuff going on you do you you've <laughs> got some stuff in the uh in the hopper um also for being appreciate here. that you think i'm interesting that helps too <laughs> i do i uh i only interview people that i think that would be a good conversation and our conversations on tuesday nights are always great that is true. Well, yes, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, for sure. No problem. Thanks for agreeing to do two podcasts a week with me. <laughs> <I know>. Love <laughs> it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Laura, tell the people uh, about your origin story, about like kind of like how we met, in, in, and then uh, we'll go from there. Okay. So we met um, on the internet, naturally. We connected on Twitter, I believe. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I think that I heard you first on Millennials and Mimosas on their podcast. 
And then I think we started following each other on Twitter. And then you put out the call for binging badge and the rest is history. Here we are. You answered the call. I answered the call. I was just ready to give some opinions. Laura was the first <laughs> and only person. Well, no, no, that's 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 not correct. Um, now I, that I, I about thought it, of all the competition. <laughs> she uh, she seriously she had to go through a rigorous interview process. Yeah, uh, strenuous. It was horrible. <laughs> I, I I had her like submit videos of her doing jumping jacks, and I wanted to make sure she could do three pull ups. Uh, <laughs> Just in I case we ever <laughs> came around to doing the WAP video again. <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh i can't even can you do a pull-up i can't do pull-ups sure cannot my strong suit was the one where you just hold it and don't let go did you guys do that and <laughs> yeah yes yes absolutely I could outlast everyone but i cannot do a pull-up <laughs> oh yeah i'm the dude that's just like that gets up there and the teacher's just like you guys may want to run around in the gym for a minute because <laughs> he's uh he's gonna be up there for a second <laughs> he's not gonna be there for <laughs> uh um, yeah but yeah, the rest is history. You're my co-host on Binging Batch, the award-winning, uh, Grammy-nominated audio uh, podcast show about The Bachelor. Um, why did you? Uh, why did you reach out? I, I mean, like, of course you like you're a fan of the Bachelor Nation <laughs> stuff, but um, so is millions and millions of millions of other people. Why did you think like, okay, let's do it? Well, I think, I mean, I had already been writing about Bachelor stuff, and obviously I've listened to other Bachelor recap podcasts, and getting into podcasting in general was something, of course, that I feel like everyone and their mom has thought about, and <laughs> it was something that I had already been thinking about, but I didn't want to commit to my own Bachelor podcast, and so it was just kind of very, I don't want to say convenient, but convenient that you came around at the right time, and I was like, okay, this is the sign. Let's do this. Let's yes. make make a friend out of a stranger. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And that's what we've done. We've uh everybody that listens says that Laura is great. In oh. fact, she might be better than I am. Um even Catherine, my girlfriend, she says every single time you come up in conversation, she's like, She's so great. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, I know she is great. Um, uh, I can't wait for us all to meet in real life someday. <laughs> yes, I know. It's going to, you got to think it's going to happen at some point. Well, yeah. And I feel like we'll have to plan it. Not that we're going to plan it around Bachelor, but we should record a live <laughs> episode Ooh. of Bachelor someday when we can meet. I don't hate that idea at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, that, that'd be a lot of fun. We, I know we'd really love that. And, uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe we'll cross paths and, uh, and record and just drink a lot. Exactly. That's <laughs> what, my goal. <laughs> which, it's what people do. Maybe right. we'll drink a lot while we record. I'm surprised we don't drink while we record already, but then again, it is late. Well, okay. So I'm kind of lame. Uh, like I <laughs> am not one of those girls that does bachelor wine nights. I honestly am terrible about drinking on weeknights, which again, super lame. And I'm like, I'm old. But I tend to just reserve all my drinking for weekends, and then I drink too much, and then I try to be sober Sally during the week most of the time. I usually do that, too. I'm not <laughs> a super big drinker during the week. Like, like if my roommates are cooking, and I'll get home, and they're like, have a drink. I'm like, okay. But, like, I'm not like, God, I need a drink after today. You know, like. Oh but, yeah, like my parents are definitely like every night have a glass of wine while they're doing dinner, have a glass of wine with dinner and like even my boyfriend will most of the time come home and have a beer or whatever. But just I just don't have that in me and I don't know why. I mean, I love drinking, don't get me wrong, probably do too much of it, but I just on my own am never like I'm going to go home and just have some casual wine. Yeah, my my roommates both are uh are casual wine drinkers or just casual um drinkers um one of my roommates he'll uh he'll just pour a, a glass of like whiskey or something and just sip that and just i'm just like oh boy I, I couldn't like if i'm having a drink at night it's like a truly like i'm not doing anything wild yeah i mean if i have like a dinner or something you know in non-pandemic times and i'm going out and about i'll do some drinking on weeknights but otherwise i'm just yeah lame and not having wine with my bachelor watching <laughs> <laughs> do you I'm watch do you watch Bachelor with anybody? Do you watch it just with your boyfriend or are you sitting there usually just by yourself? 
Uh, it is me by myself. I, you, so I used to have a group of girls that we would, so, <laughs> because I'm nerdy, again, I would watch it first without them. I would watch it when it premiered by myself. And then we would all get together on another day later in the week and we would watch it together. Mm-hmm. But that was mainly because they talk so fucking much that I was like, but I actually care about this. So I need to be able to pay attention. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I need to watch by myself, put all my focus on it. And then we can shit talk the entire time because it would be to the point where we wouldn't even know what's happening because there would just be yeah. so much chat. So, and even, I mean, now, like, obviously no one's hanging out really with anyone and I live by myself. So it's just me. I mean, not in two weeks, I'm moving in with a boyfriend, but uh, <laughs> yes, very exciting. But yeah, so for now, it's just me sitting alone on my couch, taking notes, watching Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't, I want to be present on Twitter while it's going on because the best tweets are fired off during Bachelor, but I can't, I can't, maybe this is a sign of how bad my multitasking is, but I can't take good notes and tweet awesome things at the same time it's really hard no i if you go through i mean i'll get one or two tweets off the whole time maybe and that's only yeah. because and then i feel like i'm delayed because i wait till like a commercial because i'm like taking notes taking notes i'm usually eating dinner during it like i just have too much going on and i can't give content both ways <laughs> yeah i know right it's 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 a lot you got we're, we're expected a lot of us is expected uh uh out of us these these amateur bachelor podcasters where a lot of people right. are riding on us so we gotta <laughs> we gotta really deliver well i'm um, taking notes for the pod and then i'm also trying in the back of my mind to do my like writing side of it so i'm like oh, okay yeah. so i'm like don't forget who you think like right now i'm doing a uh, top three power rankings basically so in the back of my mind i'm like okay there's obvious ones but who do i want to talk about you know when i write this tomorrow so i'm trying to think about that too so it's just a lot, which these first world problems that we put upon ourselves. <laughs> God, I only have to, I have to pay attention to a TV show to write and record and tweet. <laughs> well, as I, I used horrible. to do it, as I used to just record it and fast forward all the commercials. And now I love having the commercials, not yeah, only because I can write time. things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh boy. Yeah. So you're moving in with your boyfriend soon. Yes, we are just about two weeks out. So wow. that is all I'm doing all weekend is trying to pack my shit so that I can just do nothing with my family over Thanksgiving and be ready to go. You got to think a ring's coming. Uh, you would think that, but you're going to hear this. Uh, he might, he's actually, he's listened to, I don't think he's listened to any batch podcast just because he is one of those guys who doesn't care about the bachelorette because he's only in it for the hot girls on the bachelor. Yep. So he does not care about that podcast, but he has actually listened to my other one. So we'll see if I shove this one off on him as well. Oh boy. Um, no, I don't know. We're very much at that. We've been together just over four years and wow. We are so much not in a hurry that it's ridiculous. And it, I think it bothers other people more than it bothers us. And also, I have very strong opinions on what I want out of a wedding and a honeymoon. And, you know, I'd like to be able to leave the country for one of those things. And that's just not anytime soon, I'm feeling. Yeah. And yeah. I'm a rich, snobby bitch. and I'm kind of poor. So <laughs> we got some <laughs> things that we need to <laughs> Like, I, I mean, we are very much, we've had the talk. We know it will happen at some point, but you know, whenever is fine with me. I just, oh, he jokes that we're going to not be married until we're 40. And I'm like, well, that's a little too far. Like that's too far out for me. So let's scale it back a little bit. <laughs> but my, my best friend, she, I, she's been with her boyfriend almost two years and I swear on my life that they're going to get engaged before us. And she's like, I don't know how you think this. And I'm like, I don't know. I just have always had this feeling. And we got to get her wedding out of the way first. Because I can't double down and have my best friend's wedding, bachelorette party, all that stuff, and mine in the same year. No, so, you can't be doing that. So, you know, we got some steps to go. Which sucks, too, because it's almost like, at least this is something that goes through my head. Like, if I'm about to propose, I'm like also evaluating all of my other friend and family's relationships and thinking like, 
are they going to get married soon? Because I don't want to propose. And then two weeks later, someone else gets engaged. And then it kind of takes the spotlight off of me. Uh, yeah, we were actually, we were just talking about this last night. Or was it last night? Maybe. We were talking about like, hmm, because of course, we're snobby bitches. We're like, how much money do you think our parents will give us for a wedding? And I was like, well, you're an only child. So I feel like your parents are just going to shove it all at us. And my brother, I mean, no offense, Chris, who you will probably never hear this. I don't see him getting married anytime at all in the near future. So I'm wow. going to be like, maybe I'm That's the only correct. wedding. <laughs> Chris is happy with his single video gaming man life. and <laughs> Man life. Uh, I mean, yeah, my brother is a music teacher at a very, very small uh, school in Iowa here. And he finally lives on his own and he loves to play video games and he builds model airplanes and tanks. And, you know, there's, I'm sure, no women anywhere within a 50 mile radius of his house. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he, he's very content. There's not going to be a wedding anytime soon. I'm very confident. Wow. I'm so sorry, Chris. Your sister is blaming you. Is he older than you, younger than you? He is younger. He's two years younger. So he'll, he's 29. Wow. You're 31. Yeah. yeah. Older shit. I know. <laughs> wow. You're like, you're like six years older than I am. Uh, I, time is weird, man. Like I, <laughs> I feel like I, how could I possibly be 31 years old? Like it's one of those, I swear 31 year olds to me back in the day seemed so adult and mature. And I saw a tweet the other day that said something like babies having babies, me to my college friends who are having kids with their husbands. And I was like, that's me. I'm like, how are these children I know having children of their own and doing all these responsible things as I'm like talking on podcasts and moving in <laughs> with my boyfriend who we have no plans to make it ring official anytime soon. <laughs> oh man. What's, what's your specific wedding wants like are you like me where like so when i met Catherine, she was all in on no wedding and mm. she has specific reasons for that and i won't air them out here um because they're pretty personal but um she is all in on no wedding she's like why don't we take that money put it into a house put it into a nice honeymoon like we mm -hmm. could just go tie the knot somewhere and take a really nice honeymoon i respect so, that and i was i agree but Maybe this is just my ego talking, but I love a party. I got to yeah. have a banger of a wedding. Like mm -hmm. if I don't have a banger of a wedding, I will be upset eternally. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I for the rest of my days on my deathbed, I'm going to be like, "God damn it, my wedding wasn't the <laughs> Well, maybe you can solve that by being like, I mean, not that you wouldn't. Why don't you just get married and then just have a reception afterwards? You could just have like a party afterwards, or you do it on one of your anniversaries, have a big party. That's, that's the thought process is maybe just inviting like literally like intermediate family, uh, and very, very, very close friends, like mm -hmm. people we would take a bullet for, um, to a small private ceremony. And then like some, like later that night from like seven to 12 have like a banger of a reception where people come as if they just came from the ceremony. Yeah, yeah, I support that as well. Um, that, that's my, what I'm leaning towards. My wedding goals are I want to have a very small destination wedding. Okay. And, and I don't know if this is, counts as very small, but in my head it's small. Like 40 to 50 people. <laughs> that's small because um, my, my family alone on my mom and dad's side combined will be 100 people. That's yeah. So my best friend who is jonesing to get married here soon, she's like, my family alone is a hundred people. And of course she's Catholic. So that's going to be a whole big thing. Yep. Yep. And I'm like, I want to, <laughs> we were talking one day about cutting people out of the wedding and like guest list. I have another friend who was supposed to get married in a couple of weeks, but now that got canceled for the second time because of COVID, uh, but we were talking about cutting people out and I'm like, I am so pumped to cut all the people out of my wedding. I can't wait to tell people no. I can't wait to be like, you're not fucking coming. You're not coming. It's going to be only a select few people. <laughs> uh, yeah, so very small destination. I am torn on the location, which sounds stupid, but it's either going to be a Napa thing or like a Hamptons vibe. And okay. then, of course, if whichever one of those I think is not the wedding, the other one will be my bachelorette party. 
Oh man, I haven't even thought about where I want my bachelor party to be. I know it's. I'm like the vibe I have down. They're both hella expensive locations. Like <laughs> it just. I want black tie everything. I don't care what anyone says. I'm forcing a black. That's also why I want a small wedding so I can enforce a dress code. <laughs> I think. I think I'm leaning for in terms of bachelor party. I love how we're both talking about our wishes, but we're not. <laughs> even, neither of us are engaged yet. But. Um, I think if, if I'm going bachelor party, my brother's going to be my best man. So shouts to my brother. If he hears this, he won't. He doesn't listen to my shit. Um, <laughs> Both of our brothers not listening to it. Yes, <laughs> what exactly. non-supportive siblings we have. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? My brother's just like, every time I see him, he's I'll see him Sunday. He's coming home from college for Thanksgiving. He's like, oh, dude, I meant to listen to the thing. And I'm just like, okay. But um, Griffin, if you're listening to this, Nashville is, at the I think, the top mm. of the list. Um I, I love Nashville. That's a great place to go downtown with the boys and just cr- and just crush beers, dude. Um, <laughs> either Nashville or I'm thinking like, I don't know, maybe L.A. I don't know. I've always wanted to go to L.A., but I don't want to be one of those snobby like, I had my bachelor party in L.A. I took a picture with Mark Hamill's Walk <laughs> of Fame star. Like... Uh, I just had a friend who went to um, a Vanderpump Rules LA bachelorette party a couple years ago or last year. Yeah. So it was like they went to all the restaurants. They went to all the clubs. They visited like her little dog rescue thing. So they did a very LA bachelorette party. So, I mean, it can be done. I just don't know what the guy version of that is. That's cute. But actually, so my other dream, I have lots of ideas. My dream bachelorette party is unattainable because, as I said, I'm poor and my friends, I'm sure, will not want to or be able to afford this. But have you heard of a thing called Yacht Week? I've heard the name, but I do not know what it entails. So basically, you legit rent a yacht for a week, seven, 10 days, and it's a whole group of yachts and there's different paths they go on. So there's Greece, Croatia, they have some New Year's Eve ones in the Bahamas. And it's, so you pay for your own little yacht and then you can pay for a chef and you have your captain and all this stuff. So this whole herd of yachts travels around the same path and there's theme parties and they do little excursions on the shore. And I desperately want to go to Yacht Week so badly. But of course, it's like the flight and then it's, you know, five grand for the yacht for the week. And it's so expensive and no one will ever give me the vacation time or have the money to do it. But in Dreamland, if I won the lottery, I would force everyone in my bachelorette party to do Yacht Week. I don't. uh, This is going to come off extremely nerdy. Oh, boy, there's a yawn. (laughs) People who listen to me on other platforms know that yawns aren't uh, are out of the question. Um, this is really nerdy, but we found out recently that you can rent the Tony Stark house from Avengers oh. Endgame uh, for like five grand a night. That's exciting. There's your bachelor party. No. Or hey, why don't we just ring it in and just go to Bachelor Mansion? Yes, yes, because that's in LA ish. Yeah, LA ish. Yeah, it's yeah. in California. <laughs> there we go. We'll Maybe we'll find it. Claire somewhere crying. Oh God. <laughs> oh boy wow Uh, talk about a tangent on weddings so yeah anyway that's my those are my wedding dreams and i also have expensive ring taste to the shock of no one like boyfriend has seen the ring and he showed it to his friends one time and they were like oh i was like i'm not asking for this big of a diamond it's just the expectation of the look like (laughs) (laughs) it could be it could be 1200 bucks but as long as it looks badass like yeah (laughs) then i have this expectation just kidding. Uh, well, his thing boyfriend. is always, uh, no, his thing is, well, why aren't you proposing to me? And instead of a ring, he wants me to get him a French bulldog puppy. So <laughs> that's quite the engagement. Uh, those things are so expensive. It's his dream dog. And we talk about it all the time, but they're like, I have a guy I know at work who they breed them. They just started to. I'm like, we do not need a $3,500, $4,000 puppy. What the shit? Yeah, they're expensive AF. Like, no. No one needs... If if your dog... Listen, here, here's the thing. If, <laughs> if you're about to buy a dog and that dog costs more than some shitty car, I don't know if you need that dog. Well, no. And so my family has horses and I my, my mom and my parents are very aware that Grant wants this French bulldog. And my mom was like, you could get a horse for $3,000, Laura. Like, you don't <laughs> need a puppy. 
Jesus. <laughs> so uh, maybe this is really ignorant and just, but maybe I just don't know. So you know how when you buy like, let's, let's say a Maserati, you buy a Maserati, you, the oil changes and the maintenance on it are going to be hella expensive. I would assume, yes. Because it's a really expensive car. <laughs> mm -hmm. Is the same thing, is it the same concept for really expensive dogs? I think it depends on what kind of dog because certain, of course, now we've done research and my mom trying to dissuade us from getting this French bulldog, it says they have some kind of thing where they always get their hair caught in their gums and sometimes you have to take them to the vet and then the vet has to remove the hair from the gums and it's a whole thing and she just really does not want us to get this kind of dog. And I'm like, well, all dogs have things that they have wrong. For example, my parents who are telling me not to get this dog, they have a corgi that they are taking to chiropractor appointments right now. Like, and a also, ac yeah, a dog and also acupuncture. So like, don't tell me that you, <laughs> like, I, I would pay to get the hair out of my dog's gums, but you guys are doing chiropractor appointments for your dog right now. So don't, <laughs> don't even start. Right. Uh, we also had another corgi and he had some, there's some disease that makes their back legs quit working. So we had to get him a little wheelchair. And for a while, my parents were like, we're not going to pay the money for this wheelchair. It's fine. And then of course they bought him the wheelchair. So I'm like, don't be hypocritical with me telling me that I would not spend money to help my dog when here are all the things that you guys have done to help your dogs. Wow. This, this, is, <laughs> this, is, this is wild. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The Corgi in the wheelchair. His name was Winston. Dude, I love corgis. I'll say that. Me and I Catherine know. were looking at corgis. Oh, they're so cute. My parents have two right now. So we have their original dog, Franklin, is a little corgi. And then they took in my grandpa's corgi. So we have Ellie. And Ellie's the one who needs the chiropractor. Dude, I'm a huge fan of naming dogs human names. Yes. Like Franklin. Like, that's that's a great dog name. And so is Winston. Mm -hmm. Um, So is... Uh, I just love, like, basic names. Like, Brian. Get over here, Brian. <laughs> like, it's just one of the bros. Like, get over here, Brian. Do you watch um, Southern Charm on Bravo? I do not. Well, they have... There's a French bulldog on that, and his name is Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Craig. That's an all-time dog name. I also like the name Travis. Yes. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a cute... Like, like the dog doesn't know. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute. Whatever. Um uh. Tell me about uh, how you got to writing. You wrote for postgrad problems, didn't you? Yes, that was my OG original online writing debut. Oh, um, I, I you know, I honestly don't know. And I actually, I had to look it up because I couldn't remember when it was. So my first thing I ever had published was in February of 2015. So I've been writing random shit for over five years. <laughs> wow. Um. I read Postgrad Problems forever. I have no idea how I first found it, but it was one of those things that I read it for a long time. And of course they were always accepting submissions to things. And this particular, particular day, I wrote a thing called All My Friends Have Seen Your Penis. And it was <laughs> that was my first thing ever. <laughs> That's the first uh, thing you published on Postgrad Problems? Correct. All of your friends, is it still up? Oh yeah. Uh, I have, oh yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know why, I mean, I know why I wrote it, but I don't know what the catalyst of it was, but I was very single. I was living with two other girls. Was that? Yeah. No, maybe I wasn't, maybe I had a different job at that point. Anyway, I was living, you know, single life, single Laura, not really doing much dating, just like meeting people at bars, that kind of thing. Yeah. And, you know, dudes would just send dick pics for no reason. Or I'd have dudes from college that I hadn't talked to in years that all of a sudden would send a dick pic. And a girl I actually used to live with has a dick pic collection. I don't know if she still has it, but she would legit, like, her goal was to get as many penis pictures as possible. And she had a whole album on her phone. And <laughs> she would meet people out and be like, send me a picture of your dick. And like, oh, my. Wait, <laughs> she would just meet people in bars and just say, yes. to like, send me a picture of your penis i'm collecting yes. them yes correct you need to send me her at later because i just gotta know what this chick looks like oh yeah she, she, she hear this? uh doubtful i mean okay. i could tell her i would tell her about it but uh so her name is amanda and amanda is that friend that if i legit needed to hide a dead body 
first person I would call. Like she's, again, love you, Amanda, but she's like the psycho friend, like what used to be that person in college that would fight strangers and like yell at people and like all this stuff. But if push comes to shove, I would call that girl to help me hide a body. And (laughs) (laughs) so, yeah, so Amanda had the penis pic collection. Um, But yeah, so I, I must've just gotten a dick pic the day before. And I remember I had the day off from work or I didn't work till later or something. So my friend and I just hung out at a coffee shop and I wrote this whole article. And then of course it was like, well, I don't want to submit it with my real name because at that point I was a little concerned that my family would be disappointed that I was writing about dick pics on the internet. Um, And so we came up with, so the name I was writing under was whatever Lola wants. And that is a play. So whatever Lola wants is a song from a Broadway musical because I'm a musical nerd and a girl I used to work with had given me the nickname Lola. So I was like, this is the perfect thing. It's like kind of my name that I know it's my name, but not really. So I submitted it under a fake name. It got picked. And this was back in the day. I'm trying to think, did you, how far back did you read postgrad problems or did you even, were you even around during reading that stuff? I wasn't around during the peak, but I, I definitely have writ, wrote or read. Uh, <laughs> and I, I have just to let the people know, I have found the article. All of yes. my friends, all of all my friends have seen your penis. It's so uh, good. Like, I, I mean, it's so old, but it it's legit. One of the things that I'm most proud of and Grant hates that I'm most proud of it. But I love it so much, and it just makes me happy. <laughs> Laura, these names you call the penis: Crawl, the Warrior King, the Love Muscle, the One-Eyed Snake. That's I've heard that one before. You have? Do you know what Crawl, the Warrior King is from? I don't know if I do. Uh, that is from How to Lose a Guy in Ten Gay Ten Gays Ten, ten Days. <laughs> I wish that's probably the porn knockoff that's out there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Uh, with uh, Kate Hudson and uh, Matt, is Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey, yeah, yeah. So wait, she called, no, is it the guy who looks like Matthew McConaughey, but is isn't it Heath Ledger? No, I think that's wrong. But <laughs> is it Matthew McConaughey? We could probably solve this. We have the internet. Um. Oh, <laughs> uh, it is McConaughey. It is yeah. McConaughey. Okay. I'm thinking of uh, Ten Things I Hate About You. Yes. Yes. Also a classic. Yes. But, so yeah. Wow. So she calls his penis that in the movie. But yeah, I was very happy. I mean, yeah, I did does. have to look up some slang terms so I didn't have to repeat saying dick or penis 17 times. That's so but great. Yeah. So I, that was the first thing I wrote and then I got it published and then I found out I got it published and then I started freaking out because I thought I better warn my mother. Um, and though so I actually called her from work, I was working in retail at the time. I was a manager of a little clothing boutique. So I was the only one at the store. I called her and I said, Hey, I have really good news. I wrote something and it's getting published on the internet. The bad news is it's about penis pictures. <laughs> and I was like, the other good news is I didn't put my real name on it. So don't worry. Oh my God, and that's then, hilarious. Who who runs postgrad problems now? Is it still Grandex? Or is uh, it TFM be- that owns it? I believe it is still owned by Grandex, but they do not post any like on the actual website, the writing site, I think they post nothing. I think it's just an archival, archival, archival uh, collection of all the writing and stuff. I think um, like the account itself, like the Twitter and everything is still active. And have you been seeing around how a lot of, uh, I don't know if you've noticed that a lot of the old writers for post-grad problems have been being blocked on Twitter. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I have not, I don't know if I'm not special enough, but I have yet to be knock on wood blocked by them. <laughs> Why would they block everybody? I don't know. They, they went on a streak and I mean, it was probably like a month and a month and a half ago. And I kept seeing all the old writers that they were like, well, another one, like I got blocked, I got blocked, I got blocked. So I don't really know what they're trying to do with it, but I don't know what their, their whole goal is right now. Like I'm looking at their website and it just shows like, welcome to the real world. And it just says, send us your best photos and videos. Oh, but really? Like, and then like links to follow them on social media. But if you go, there's a link on the right and that just takes you to, to TFM. Oh, weird. I've um, been on the actual site in forever. No, the, the TFM uh, and then it sh- shows TFM girls, PGP and total sorority move. Mm-hmm. But 
I don't know what they're doing with PGP right now. Well, and then there was that little controversy a while back too, if they had that new podcast new, mm-hmm. it was like an old what, young and corporate or whatever. And everyone yeah. was like trying to take them down for a minute. And these guys legit were like, we had no idea. They just reached out to us. We're not trying to stomp on anyone. Like, sorry, yeah. not sorry that we got asked to do this and we're 10 years younger than the wash media guys. So we have no idea. Like, it, to, it, you know, it gets bad when people that aren't even affiliated with that company anymore. The, I'm pretty sure the washed guys had to come out and say, like, don't give them hell like you have. Yeah. Been. Yeah. I think it was like, calm down. Like, again, it's like, sorry, like these ki- kids, like they're like 22, 23. And, you know, they're 10 years behind. They don't know the history of it. Like, right. they're just that someone wants to let them have this opportunity. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so that was my first PGP debut, and that was when Brian. I'm trying. I I know I follow him on Twitter, but I cannot remember his name. But Brian was the big head honcho of content. Um, oh really? I, I kept. He had sent me an email, you know, acknowledging the post, and it was. I still have it because again, I'm a loser. I was. It was like <laughs> loved it. Like we expect to see great things out of you, and I was like, ah, I've made it. Like someone has acknowledged me online. <laughs> wow. Look at you. And, that was, and then, and both my parents have read it. They, I think when I had them on the phone, I, my mom read it immediately. Yeah. And so they're accepting of it. And then as things moved along, I started to care less and less, I guess, and started to put my own name on it. Cause I was like, well, I'm an adult. Like these are real topics. It's fine. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about let's pivot, uh, insert Ross from friends gif, uh, <laughs> which is, uh, by the way, besides the we were on a break, like a whole thing, mm-hmm. Pivot is the greatest scene in Friends, period. Oh my gosh. I So I am not a Friends diehard like some people are. I like it, but I don't go out of my way for it. I will tell you that. So a couple years ago, my one of my friends and I went to Iceland for a vacation. And one of our Airbnbs one night, we just had, we'd done this like outside excursion all day. So we just like got Thai food and watched Friends while we were just (laughs) relaxing. And it kind of got me back into Friends a little bit. But I just, I'm sorry, everyone. I'm not a diehard like most people are. (laughs) No, I'm not not a diehard either. I enjoyed it for what it was. But like when people try to compare it to The Office, I'm like, I'm sorry. The Office is better. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. I, I like, again, The Office as well. I don't, I've never finished The Office. I wow. started, I know, I started going with it for a while. It used to be my fall asleep show. I would try to get through it. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I didn't like it, but I just hit a point, And I think it must have been right when I, the last time I moved, I had been watching it consistently and then I moved and then I never picked it up again. So I've never seen it all the way through. <laughs> um, Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's an all-timer, but... Give me the uh, let me hear the origin story of uh, of whatever Laura wants, which, by the way, people disclaimer, whatever Laura wants his name probably was uh, decided long before Laura and I ever crossed paths. So <laughs> she is not ripping off uh, this name, which, by the way, this is Laura. You're on the second to last episode of the first season. Ooh, exciting. People will be listening to this on December 18th. Right in time for Christmas. No. Right in time <laughs> for Christmas. So it, it won't be announced yet on the IG, but there's a little name change coming. Exciting. Uh, so, but either way, yeah, give us the origin of that podcast. You so you did binging batch was was binging batch kind of like your ticket in like okay I knew I wanted to do podcasting and binging batch just like reaffirmed that. Yes, I had been thinking about the whatever Laura wants for a very long time. Actually, I think almost two years ago, my best friend and I had were thinking about starting a podcast together, and we could not think of a name that we liked. We thought of little segments that we maybe wanted to do. Uh, one of what which too heavily focused on us going to visit my parents' house and doing a segment we wanted to call Boozy Jacuzzi, where we just got drunk in a hot tub and then talked about shit, which they might have Jesus. it as a they might have it as a bonus episode. But of course, then we got to coordinate schedules and drive an hour away and go hang out with the parents for a bit. Um, yeah. <laughs> so my friend and I wanted to start this forever, and we took down some notes idea, and we just kind of kept sitting on it and 
not to throw Adrian under the bus, but she was not as into it as I was. And it was kind of like my idea and me trying to run the bus and figure out what we wanted to do. And then, yeah. And I, like I said, I sat on it forever and then I kind of started working on ideas and I reached out to, uh, I like impulse bought a mic and then I reached out to have some graphic design stuff done. And then you came along and I was like, okay, well, let's do this. And then it was finally the graphic design part of it was done, but then we had just started this and I was like, I'm not going to be the annoying bitch. That's like, surprise. I have two podcasts and they debut today. <laughs> and so we started binging batch. And then I finally, how, whatever Laura wants is literally, I had recorded three episodes, I think just ready to go. And then it was right before the masters. And I was like, you have a lot of content to offer about your golf girlfriend perspective of this. You have yeah. shit to talk about. If you sit on it longer, it won't be relevant and you'll be upset that you didn't do it. So it was a Monday night and I recorded the master's episode and then I was like, fuck it. We're going tomorrow. Like, <laughs> I guess <Yeah>. we're starting. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, here we are. I actually, I found out the other day that my boss listened and <laughs> somebody, oh. well, somebody at work had, so they knew about my bachelor podcast. And they knew I was starting whatever Laura wants. And they said, oh, I bet you have so much stuff you could talk about with work things and, you know, drama there and stuff like that. And I said, you know, I, I do, as I'm sure most people do, but I am very sure that it will come a time when it will get out and someone at work who I don't want to hear will hear it. And it literally took one week. I <laughs> So I debuted the episodes on a Tuesday and I found out, I think, Tuesday of this week that my boss was already listening and then telling her boss to listen. And I was like, and that is why I'm not talking about work on a podcast. <laughs> wow. Did they say anything to you? Uh, yeah. My boss came over to me. So of course we just transitioned to another round of like, we can only have 40% capacity at the office and mm -hmm. certain people are working from home and da, 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 da. So now she's home all the time and I'm only there three days a week. So she happened to show up on one of the days I was in the office and she was like, Hey, Laura, she's like, I listened to your podcast. And she was like, it's so good. And it's hilarious. And, da, 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 da. and I was like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> like, I really appreciate it. And I guess she was raving about it in a meeting to other people. And that's how my boss found out because they were trying to talk about good things from the week. And somehow my podcast came up and my boss is like, oh, I'll send you the link. And <laughs> wow. so now so now it is beyond me. And I maintain that, yes, we will not be discussing <laughs> work on the podcast wow you've got uh you've got fans in the higher ups oh <laughs> uh, yes so just got to be a little careful now just not <laughs> <laughs> yep just tiptoe uh tiptoe around it yep. um so uh, Laura, there, there comes a time in every whatever i want episode where i ask each guest uh a, a grouping of questions that kind of uh the same grouping of questions that kind of uh, reunite uh, kind of gets everybody on the same page and they're fun. They're like first date questions. Are you ready to, are you yeah. ready to hear them? I'm great at first dates. I hate dating, but great at first dates. <laughs> All right, bet. Well, let's, <laughs> let's get it. Uh, what do you get when you go to the movies? Okay. I, so I have a couple things because I'm, I don't have anything I get consistently. It just depends okay. what I'm doing because I, I'm very bad at favorites in general in life. But I did go to the movies for the first time in months last weekend. And I got huh? a, yes, my friend and I went to see a freaky, that horror movie body switching movie. With Vince Vaughn? <laughs> yes. It, she, I know she was like, is it going to be scary? I was like, I think it's more funny. And then it was so gory. And she was like, this is so bloody. I can't handle it. And I was dying laughing through parts of it. I think my friend was not impressed and she thought it was dragging. I was having a great time. I laughed my ass off. We were the only people in the theater. Anyway, I got um, a large cherry icy. Oh, yeah. And the chocolate covered cookie dough bites. Ooh. So that's my one, uh, one standard order. My other is the sour gummy worms, like the yeah. trolley. But a lot of places don't have those anymore. So I will sneak those in. And okay. then I will just get probably like a Diet Coke. So that's another one. And then if I'm getting popcorn, 
as much as I like plain popcorn, I love, have you seen those little like shakers of flavors they have? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I carry around, well, not always, but I have a large one of the ranch flavoring. So I will have to get my own popcorn because a lot of people I go with don't want the ranch. And then I'll do ranch popcorn and wow. have like some kind of like a Coke or a diet Coke. Wow. So anyway, <laughs> so all over the place, I have lots of varieties of what I get at the movies. I've got varieties too. Now that I think about it, you know, I'll, you know, the, my basic answer is I'll get like a medium popcorn and a medium drink mm-hmm. or I'll have a day where I'm going like it depends also on the time of day. Like if I'm going to a movie by myself mid morning, like I might just get a bag of those airhead sour mm-hmm. bites or whatever. Or if I go like over lunch or dinner, I'll just get the nacho combo Get Ooh, nachos yes. with cheese and a drink. Do you ever sneak in? Are you a sneak in person? Do you sneak in food? I guess it works better for me because I always have a purse. But I I was all through high school and my parents like (laughs) raised us on sneaking candy into the movies because taking a family of five to the movies was like a hundred dollar venture after Uh, tickets and snacks. So my mom was just like, we'll get a large popcorn and a couple drinks to share, but let's just sneak in a shitload of candy. We, I used to live blocks away from a mall that had a movie theater in it so my roommate and i would go all the time and i mean a lot of times we would just walk in and not pay for the ticket because they we would go on weeknights and there would be no one manning the door uh and we would also sneak in food so just <laughs> ripping off movie theaters left and right but one time we went so when frozen first came out they did a frozen sing-along and we live so close we brought like pie and vanilla ice cream in and had like a whole little dessert while we were watching frozen in the movie theater in the mall wow uh you know we would sneak in burgers sometimes because the food court was right there sure sure i saw a guy sneak in chinese one time in front of us and i was like well that is an aggressive move like that's not something you could you need to see that to eat it but you do you man yep yeah i used to work in a movie theater in high school and i uh, would clean the theaters after people were gone and I would just see like people sneaking in like Bud Lights and yes. and like 16 ounces and just getting like an, an empty cup and just, you know. Uh, well, you do a flask. I've done that many times. You don't bring in cans. You get a flask and then you go to the bathroom, you dump the top portion of the soda off and then you go. Oh, All man. my secrets revealed. <laughs> yes, exactly. You're not going to have any more secrets after this. Right. Um, is there a movie that you could go back in time and see for the first time? Hmm. <laughs> okay, the first one that comes to mind is... So I'm obsessed with the movie Labyrinth with, wow. David, with David Bowie. Um and the first time I ever saw it was not even in theaters. I had a babysitter who brought it over because she loved it. And we watched it in my parents' house in the basement. And I think she had this whole game set up. So she brought like these cards and like these magic, magic, they weren't magic, like these glass like ball things. Cause in the movie, he like can spin them around on his hands. And yeah. so she brought those and we had this whole thing. Anyway, I am obsessed with that movie. And I would love to see it for the first time because I've tried to show my adult friends the movie and they think it's weird and rapey. And I'm like, this is like the beginning of Laura's like sexual coming out because David Bowie's bulge in those leotard pants. <laughs> like, <laughs> And actually, I for my birthday one year, I made everyone do a PowerPoint presentation and then I judged them. And on mine, my topic was things that I love too much that no one else cares about and i had a whole david bowie slide about how i love the labyrinth and <laughs> all of that so long story short the labyrinth <laughs> <laughs> okay uh what uh, have you seen it <laughs> i haven't seen it okay i mean it's a jem henson so it's a lot of like muppety type characters mm-hmm. and it, it's a it's weird but yeah yeah. I'm obsessed, so I would recommend watching it. I don't know if you can find it anywhere, but I'll 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 do some looking. I'll find it. <laughs> um, if you uh, could have dinner with anybody dead or alive, who would it be? My <laughs> so my first reaction is my one true love, Michael Bublé. Oh, because I also am obsessed with him. 
He, I have seen him in concert like four or five times, I think. He touched my hand one time. Wow. We had, we had floor seats and it was one of those, he came out on a little catwalk thing and then our area got to go up and he touched my hand and I freaked out more than I ever thought I would. Had a very fangirl moment. <laughs> I, <laughs> another one of those things that people do not understand my love of him. Like I have followed him from the beginning when he used to be chubbier and mm-hmm. now he's gotten more attractive and it works out and I love his voice and yeah I just am obsessed with him so wow <laughs> that's that's the answer then yes I think it's Michael Buble unfortunately <laughs> uh does that tie into my next question which is what's the best concert you've ever been to uh probably but I do so I have a running list in my head of like my top five concerts ever that I usually try to like think about I should probably write them down but I go to so many concerts during normal non-COVID times I actually this time last year I think in all my memories from everything I went to three concerts in a week um wow yeah it was like one was a legit oh this was this this week so I saw Lana Del Rey came through and then two other like smaller groups at like a more of a local venue um, who did I see? The Harmonies and the Bad Bad Hats. So, wow, that was my three concerts. So yeah, I'm constantly going to concert. Like Grant always is like, maybe if you quit spending so much money on concerts, I'm like, but I love them. And I was supposed to see Michael Bublé this year, and now that's been postponed. I was supposed to be Lady see Lady Gaga this year, and she got postponed. But so Michael Bublé is in there. Um. But do you know who Group Love is? Yeah. So I saw them at a small venue here in Des Moines. And it was probably right at the peak when they had just become a big deal. Yeah. And it was like, you know, very small theater and it was awesome. So they put on a really good show. But then the other one is I saw 21 Pilots. Oh, wow. Before they were doing stadium, like before they got big at all, which sounds super annoying and like I discovered them first, but <laughs> I, well, I had a friend who was a roadie for um, the new politics and he, the new politics were opening for 21 pilots in, we went to Omaha. It's for this tiny, also a tiny venue. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, when new politics opened, and then we saw 21 pilots and again, very small theater, everyone knew the words to all their songs at that point, like except us. And it was amazing. And it was, you know, their first album was out. And then, you know, two years later, they're blowing everything up. And now they're selling out giant stadiums, like all this stuff. So 21 Pilots, amazing. And now I kind of don't want to see them again in the big venue because I feel like it will ruin it. Maybe. And (laughs) yeah, so I feel like those those are my top three, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Because I'm bad at favorites. Your, your, your answers are great. Uh, <laughs> if you were an animal, what would you be? I would be, I think I would be an otter. Because they're adorable. They're cute. They're cuddly. I've always wished I could, like, you know, when you're a kid, you used to, like, pretend to be, like, a mermaid in the water. I feel yeah. like that, like, the otter is the closest thing to that. Yeah. And everyone just that. thinks they're cute. So I see that you as an otter. Yeah, yeah. Like chill. They just lay around and eat off their little bellies. And That's everyone likes that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's I might be ideal. an otter then. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What's uh you're familiar with the, the saying stand mute cancel? Yes. So let's play the most popular version of stand mute cancel. Queso, guac, and salsa. What you got? Uh, well, right away, I'm going to cancel guac. Right. Because it took me a long time to come around to guac. So I had this thing forever where I really loved avocados, but I hated guacamole. And everyone was like, that doesn't fucking make any sense. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm very aware, but I want no guacamole. Thank you. Um, and so finally, in my adult life, I've come around to enjoying guacamole. So bottom of the list, it's fine. Um, I think we stand queso because... It's queso and salsa mute because it's fine, but I'm always going to order queso. And if I had the choice between ordering queso or salsa, it would always be queso. 
that's my answer as well. Yeah. I think that's the only right answer too. I would agree. Like salsa, take it or leave it. Queso. I think salsa is always going to be the muted one because yeah, salsa is good. But when's the last time you ate some salsa and you were like, wow, this salsa is <laughs> phenomenal. And then think about the last time you did that with queso and it was probably pretty recent. Uh, yeah, we got, well, we got Mexican like a week ago and I got queso and of course it was amazing. I mean, I had chips and salsa the other day just in my apartment, but I mixed my salsa with some sour cream. So it kind of was just, it wasn't just plain salsa anyway. Yeah. And then oh, yeah. last question is uh, recently you've heard, you heard of the Travis Scott McDonald's craze. Um. Yes, if, unfortunately. If I rolled up to McDonald's and lo- ordered the Laura, what would they give me? Well, they apparently they used to have the Laura actually on the menu with one change. But then this was a long time ago, like maybe early 2000s, they got rid of it. So wow. it, was, it was called the Big and Tasty. <laughs> and... <laughs> and <they're> the, <laughs> no. So it was the, the Big and Tasty... That's what they used to call me in high school. (laughs) (laughs) So the Laura did used to exist. So it used to be the big and tasty, but no pickles because pickles are the bane of my existence. But now, now how you get it is they've changed it again. So it's a quarter pounder with cheese. And you know, they recently added like the two fancier kinds. They have the bacon one and then they have the deluxe. Yeah. So it is the quarter pounder with cheese deluxe with no lettuce, no pickle. Ooh, I like that. And then you just get fries, a large fry, and then you get a Coke. Is that your soft drink of choice, Coke? Um, I'm a Diet Coke more than a Coke person, but like Diet Coke is my everyday drink. But then if I'm out and about, I'll get a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> if you're feeling spicy, you're going to get that yes, Coke. Right, exactly. Um, so yeah, that's my, but then I also, do you get the breakfast burritos at McDonald's? Do you do breakfast there? I, the only breakfast I really eat at McDonald's is when I'm on the go. So I'll just get like five hash browns. (laughs) 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 They're like hash brown guys bad. Uh, well, my morning order is the two breakfast burrito combo, which I learned a couple years ago that not everyone knows that McDonald's has breakfast burritos and they are amazing and I am obsessed with them and that's like my hungover breakfast order right there wow wow so yeah I guess you can just eat there all day on the Laura you can get breakfast and you can get lunch and <laughs> that's uh that's interesting <laughs> <laughs> well Laura that uh that does the whatever Logan wants episode of whatever Laura wants or vice versa the whatever Laura wants episode of whatever Logan wants now's your time to plug away plug everything you've got going on now's your time to shine all right uh well the first one I guess is if you enjoy all of our bachelor content and you want more bachelor content from me go over to acceptthisrose.com I believe my stuff comes out there on Thursdays and then you can follow the podcast whatever Laura wants at whatever Laura wants on Instagram. I do also have a Twitter that I do nothing with. I have one follower and I've tweeted twice. I It's on my list of like things to be motivated to do. <laughs> but I'm like with the Instagram and all the other stuff, maybe I don't need to focus on that right now. Uh, and then me personally, you can follow me at MinertLA, which is my last name, which I debated changing every once in a while. So it's actually, you know, Laura Minert. But for now, it is Minor LA, which is M-E-I-N-E-R-T-L-A on both Insta and Twitter. Wow. All that plugging. Yeah. Plug away. Wow. Plug <laughs> walk. Uh, Laura, thank you for agreeing to come on and talk to me this fine Saturday. It was a lot of fun. It was fun. I had a great time. Good, good. So everybody, <laughs> like Laura said, go follow her on all those platforms. I put whatever Laura wants in the description of this episode so you'll be able to go and find it and check all of its glory out Um, as well as if you enjoyed our back and forth listen to binging batch on every wednesday morning it comes out of course when bachelor season starts and it goes back to monday nights when it's supposed to be (laughs) uh 
we can uh it, the episodes will probably drop tuesday mornings um so yeah well uh yeah that's yes <laughs> that's it <laughs> follow us all the places <laughs> yeah happy holidays everybody by the time they're listening to this uh, christmas is next week so oh, yeah Merry we'll christmas. see you guys <laughs> on christmas morning for the season finale of Ooh. this podcast um Ooh. so i guess we'll see you soon and laura i'll see you on tuesday perfect see you then sounds good bye-bye now <laughs> <laughs>